sales leader. And today I've got someone who I'm really excited to speak with today about LinkedIn, because unless you've been sleeping under a rock for the last 15 years, you now know that while maybe social media didn't play as big of a role in our career advancement, it certainly is a one-stop shop and often the first place that people go to look you up when they're considering hiring you and doing business with you too. So I am so thrilled to have one of my dear friends here, John Asperian, who I've been following forever, um, especially with this Friday Shout Out Club. And he's got some really exciting stuff coming up too. So John, welcome to the show. And thank you so much for joining us. I know it's late over in the UK for you. So thank you for, for being here today. No problem at all. Thank you for having me, Claire. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Oh, awesome. Well, I um, I want to introduce you here for everybody who doesn't yet know John. And please make it your first order of business today to follow him because you are going to get incredible LinkedIn strategy and insights just by being active in his feed. And he'll tell you a little bit more later about the other ways that you can connect with him, too. But he's the relentlessly helpful LinkedIn nerd and author of Content DNA. Uh, personally, John, I have two copies because I bought one for myself. <laughs> And then I grabbed one for my VA so that she can learn um, content strategy as well. And she actually ended up leveraging a lot of what you put in the book to really amplify and, and start her own business on the side in addition awesome. to the Yeah. So um, everything you shared in this book is so actionable and it's, it's really easy to follow. I think it, it can really help anybody who's trying to get more visible on LinkedIn. But also, of course, you lead the Espresso Plus community for ethical small business owners who want to get better online visibility and best practice advice for LinkedIn. You're the co-organizer of the UK's first LinkedIn-focused conference, Uplift Live, which we're going to talk about in just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And your services include one-on-one -on -one uh, consultations and private training sessions for corporations and membership organizations. So honestly, what don't you do? <laughs> and um, what I really want to want to jump into today is let's talk a little bit about what LinkedIn used to be and what it's become for job seekers, membership organizations, and, and organizations themselves. Yeah. So what it used to be a stuffy place to fill in your cv and go to when you're in panic mode because you've just got fired and you need a new job pronto that's kind of what it used to be the only thing that people would do with it is look at it when they needed something mm. now fast forward to 2023 it's a fully fledged social media network that allows you to build your brand while connecting with other business professionals. So it's a perfect social media for just growing your online visibility at, for the future. You know, so you don't necessarily need a new job today or you don't need a new project today. But in the future, people will come to you if you become known. And it's possible to do that on LinkedIn. It's a great place for conversation great place for showcasing your content and a great place for networking with respectful business individuals. So I'm just a massive fan. Mm, I love that you mentioned the respectful um, individuals as well, because truthfully, and this isn't a secret for anybody listening here today, but the other social media platforms don't always carry that 
um, sort of uh, professional, motivational empowerment. I was just talking to my husband this morning and saying that being on LinkedIn actively is almost like attending a mini leadership conference every mm-hmm. single time I log on. Um, and it's been a really great way for a lot of my clients anyway to start to lead with a networking approach to getting mm-hmm. their next job. So can you talk a little bit about um, maybe some of the networking tools or the way that people can use this meaningfully? Um, because we're not talking about just messaging the hiring manager and asking for a job anymore. There's definitely an art and a, um, a way to go about it. So can you, can you tell us a little bit more about what you recommend when it comes to networking and making real relationships here? Yeah, I would start with optimizing your home base, which is your LinkedIn profile, and try and make it as conversation worthy as possible. You know, so not just a list of anodyne achievements like a CV, but something that actually showcases your your real interest and something that showcases your personality so that people want to reach out for you for conversations. And there are loads of spots in your LinkedIn profile you can do that. So like starting with your profile banner, the thing that sits at the very top, that's like your free billboard mm-hmm. where you can really showcase what you're all about your professional headline, the piece of text that follows you all around LinkedIn. I recommend people put in something that is non-work related in there as a way to start a conversation. You can record 10 seconds of audio to say how your name is pronounced. That's plenty of time for you to say something extra. Give people a bit of personality. Open the door to a conversation. You can put icebreakers in your about statement. I do that. There's four or five in there if you go and check me out on LinkedIn. Those are things that are not related to work, but just tell you a bit of my personality mixed in with all of the other the products and services that I'm offering. You know, so something to give you a bit of a more rounded view of people. That's where you start. You could get noticed even if you've got a tiny following and you're not very active on LinkedIn. You can get noticed today if you can go and find relevant conversations from other popular content creators who are saying something that you know about, something in your industry that you've got some experience on, and you leave a a meaty, substantial comment that could get noticed by thousands of people who've never heard of you before, who suddenly read that and go, wow, who is that person? We need to find out more about them right now. Instant visibility potential. And the real gold for me is starting with those comments to get people's attention moving the conversation into the direct messages that's where i really remember people and then you can really open up with all of the social media tools that linkedin offers for 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 good conversation you could do voice notes you can send video notes you can start group chats um these are all great tools for being remembered and that's what human networking is all about and most people don't do any of those things So if you do some of them, you're immediately going to stand out versus the average job seeker who, you know, like I said, maybe adds the PDF of their CV to their profile. And that's about it. (laughs) This is like the equivalent for for most people who are listening here today in medical sales, and especially if they have called on the OR. It's like the equivalent of getting away from that scrub sink or that OR room and actually getting people into go have lunch or grab a coffee or, Mm. you know, video call with them outside of hours so that you can really start getting that actual relationship building done. So um, I really like this approach. And, you know, honestly, John, I feel like a lot of times the comments are the softball way 
but an underrated way of really developing those relationships. A lot of people will, um, you know, they get their branding done with us, for example, and they'll say, hey, well, um, so can I start to post on LinkedIn? Like, what do I say? I'm like, well, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily go to a, a party or a gathering or a conference and suddenly expect to be up on stage the first day. I mean, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to mill around with the people in the lobby who are grabbing their name tags. You're going to see who's sparking conversation that you can have a little bit of something to add to and get to know people in the room. It's not hand out a business card, you know, and jump up on stage right away. So do you think that there is a a way for someone who maybe is new to LinkedIn and they're even kind of nervous to leave comments? Um is there a um, is there a method you recommend, uh, like a certain number of words or asking an open-ended question in that comment? So what's your guide for comments for someone who's new? Well, if you're really new, so long as you're commenting on something that you have some domain knowledge about, it, it wouldn't make any sense for you to comment on something you don't really know anything about. Mm-hmm. Uh, one One method could be to pick on something that was in the post and maybe even quote it in your comment mm-hmm. and make a specific reply to that thing. So it's like, you said this, quote, and then a sentence or so. And then you can say, well, I was on a project and I can relate to this totally. And this is what happened. You know, you're you're bringing in some personal experience. That's a good way because we can all talk about our personal experience that's relevant. Um, It doesn't have to be a super long comment, but often I see a lot of low value comments that are really short, like great post, good job, go girl. You know, it's like that. you're not really adding anything to the conversation. You might as well just leave a reaction and move on. I train people to say whenever you're going to comment, when you turn up, just punch as hard as you can. Like you turn up with something with that's really eye catching, that's really authoritative. Uh, otherwise, pick a different spot uh, mm-hmm. and and comment as much as you can. But, you know, you're not going to let your life get taken over by this thing. But commenting is powerful because in terms of the way the LinkedIn algorithm works, LinkedIn loves posts that attract a lot of attention through the amount of time that's poured into consuming the post. Mm-hmm. Now, someone who's sitting there for a couple of minutes writing a considered comment is obviously paying attention to the content and spending time on the LinkedIn platform. And that that content gets a kind of an algorithmic boost. So the more you can support other people's content, the more you can leave insightful comments, the more you've got a chance of being boosted and being seen in the feed, particularly by people that you've never heard of and who've never heard of you before. They, they might be following the other person. So they're just really, really powerful. And just think of it as a conversation. If, if you were at a, at a kind of upmarket dinner party and someone stood up and said, now we're going to talk about this. You will have thoughts and opinions on that. Demonstrate them as respectfully as you can. And keep in mind as well, you never know who's watching. It might be some like dream CEO you'd love to work with one day who never comments himself or herself, who never likes or anything like that. But they're just really well connected and they go, that's my person. I, I can see their vibe straight away. And maybe they get in touch with you. So you just never can tell who's watching comments are really super important that's a really good point and and i wonder if you find this too is that most people who tend to do business with us and get their resume written by us i'll never have seen them uh, Mm on you know commenting on my on my content 
mostly I think it's because, you know, when they're on the job search, they don't want to comment on a resume writer's, you know, especially if they're currently employed, they don't want to comment on a resume writer's post because they think, oh, no, what if somebody sees it? They'll know, cat's out of the bag. But um, but really, I think that the authority you can build and just getting visible in the realm where, like you said, you are the expert, right? You you, you do have some kind of know, know-how um, for whatever the post is about is a really solid way to go about it. Um, the other piece I would love to hear uh, you kind of share with us too is if we've got some job seekers here in the in the audience and they are saying okay well um, how can I also use LinkedIn as a tool for job searching and finding who's hiring and not just looking at job postings what what are some things that you might guide somebody on if they wanted to leverage LinkedIn that way. Yeah. So I suppose you could look for relevant hashtags and look for the content streams that, that, that sit off the back of those hashtags to see what people are talking about. Uh, you can look for the decision makers in the kinds of organizations that you want to target and follow their content to see what kind of things they're talking about. Because often I, I, I advise people that if you can mirror someone else's language, like if you find a decision maker and you can see their turns of phrase, the way they talk about things, and you mirror that when you talk back to them, they see themselves reflected in you. They're much more likely to give you the time of day and maybe hire you or give you a referral to someone else. So look at their language patterns and see as much as possible where you can be sympathetic uh, to that. Try and find when you look at someone's profile, if you scroll to the bottom, you can see what LinkedIn groups they're in. So if you find someone who's a good, who you think, I'd love to work for someone like that. OK, if you go and see what LinkedIn groups they're in, you can join those groups. You might find 100 other people in those same groups, even if they're not active in the group. You can see who's in the group when you join it. Okay. So, so so basically one finding one person could be like the seam that goes through to finding a hundred in the gold mine. Um, so, so, you know, you, you want to try and do those things as much as possible. The, 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 the standard advice, of course, you could use that green open to work frame. All the recruiters will tell you that, you know, that you're going to get more likely to be seen, but you can do these proactive things of going and searching for the people, looking at their language, looking at the groups that they're in, uh, and trying to associate those, you know, look look what keywords they use. Try and use those in your posts as well so that LinkedIn will see some relevance uh, between you as much as possible. And if you want to avoid detection as much as possible, you know, you don't want your current employer to see what you're doing. That's where joining private groups and having chats there or trying to get into DM discussions with people and trying to lean on the kind of social psychology fact, that, which is that if you know a mutual connection, you could just ask that mutual connection for an introduction. And that person is much, much more likely to say yes than you just knocking on their door blind and saying, hey, you don't know me from Adam, but I'd love to have a conversation with someone like you. So try and find some mutual connections, those those people that you're connected with, that the other person is connected with, who you can try and influence and one more tip around this i call this the stepping stone method if you're really trying to you're trying to shoot for hollywood and get some massive ceo of a company you you know dream to work with you can't just go from zero to hero it, it's very unlikely to work right they, they've never heard of you they're busy 
they're running a massive organization. So look at who they employ. Try and become friendly with that cohort that's directly below them. If you make connections with them, you get friendly with those people who maybe have a bit more time or aren't quite as, you know, kind of super important. When the time comes for you to step up and try and make that call with that person you're really trying to influence, you're much more likely to succeed if you're already on the island, if it, if you will, right? So, so try and make friends, as it were, with the people who are in the kind of the level or maybe even two levels down. It's a, it's a bit of a longer term approach, but it's much, much more likely to pay off in terms of getting those, those, those big name calls. Yeah. You know what I love about your theory here and your methods is that it also positions the job seeker as proactive in the search, but also it prior, it reprioritizes what they want in their next step in their career. Because I know you know, but after going through five layoffs, you know, the first couple, I took anything that came my way afterward. You do feel like, gosh, will someone just take a chance on me again? Um, But if you go in, if you move forward and you start doing these things that you're sharing, um, it really does return the power to where you want to intentionally lead your career should you have the opportunity. So I really love these methods. Um, I mean, I've already got it. I've already got it. Every time I hear you speak, I don't want to glaze over one small thing that you mentioned a few minutes ago, and I'm sure everybody here uh, caught it too, or maybe, um, was you mentioned private groups. Now, Mm -hmm. I personally have benefited greatly from your Espresso Plus group. First of all, you've got the best gifts or GIFs. I never really know how to say (laughs) that. But you've got those adorable emojis um, that you make. Um, the community is really wonderful and supportive and fun. Um, and it's a really no BS, let's be lighthearted. We're all trying to just do our best and, and improve in business and life kind of place. So can you tell us a little bit more about what you've got coming up with your community and also maybe a little bit more about Uplift Flag, which sounds like a pretty amazing group as well? Yeah, so I started my group so that the people who were on my mailing list could really talk to each other because we were having these interesting conversations. And I wanted to teach people in a safe setting LinkedIn best practice. That that was my initial aim. So if you're going to join any group, my advice to you would be, and it certainly doesn't need to be my group, but any group in general is to have a look for a clear leadership structure and a clear purpose for the group and a clear set of rules around the group. If you can see that there's like one or two people who are in charge of this, they're always active in the group. There's a very, very clear agenda for the group. We're going to talk about this. We're not going to talk about that. And here are the rules. And if you transgress any of these, you're out. Like like a strict structure means that you can start building trust in there. And you can have conversations in private that you wouldn't have in public. Like LinkedIn's got a billion users now. It can be a scary place. If you join a group that's active, everyone's of a like mind, there's a clear purpose, and maybe there's only a couple of hundred people in there. Well, now suddenly you can start having different conversations. You can start really building relationships with people. So that's what my group is trying to achieve. But there are others out there that do the same. 
I, I'm really interested in LinkedIn best practice. So we've decided to create a conference. I was waiting for one in the UK. There's never been one. And I oh. thought I'm going to wait until forever here. So I might as well just organize it myself. So I got th- together with a couple of colleagues. We're doing an in-person one day conference uh, in Birmingham, which is the UK's second city next year in March. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be talking, uh, you know, all all top topics about LinkedIn with the apex operators of LinkedIn. So we've got people from the USA coming over. Mm-hmm. You may know Kevin D. Turner, yeah. Julian Whitney. So they're, they're flying over from the States to, to talk to us. We've got people from Europe and the UK. And uh, it's just going to be like a big LinkedIn party. And we're going to go really deep and nerdy and give people a lot of advanced tips. Because uh, one of my frustrations is that whenever LinkedIn is mentioned at other conferences, it's kind of it's it's always in a superficial way. It's not really seen as a fully fledged social network, but it totally is. Uh, and so we're going to give it the, the, you know, put it on the podium where it deserves to be and, and, and go in depth in a whole day. Awesome. Well, personally, knowing how it's built our business um, from the ground up, we only shared what we did here on LinkedIn. And mm-hmm. then also by learning how to leverage it for our business, we were able to also really help people learn how to leverage it for their job search. And many of our clients have made inroads and gotten jobs through LinkedIn. And I'm not talking about job postings. I'm talking about, I mean, the R, the big R word, the relationships that mm-hmm. have been built and that we've talked about a ton here just in this last 20 minutes. So um, can anybody go to this Uplift conference? Yeah, anyone can go. It's an in-person conference, but we will from January will be selling on-demand tickets as well because, of course, you know, it's, it, we want it to be an international grade event, but mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't going to step on a plane for it. So you'll be able to watch uh, captioned and transcribed co- uh, copies of all of the recordings of, of the of the session. So anyone around the world can consume the content. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're aiming it at really sort of power users and enthusiasts or anyone who's just a self-starter who really wants to learn how to leverage all of the bits of of LinkedIn for themselves to to just improve their lot. And the other thing I would say about LinkedIn is it, it might be seen seen as boring at times, but do you know what? It's a really safe bet. Mm. There are other social media that are kind of blowing up, that have got accusations against them. You know, maybe it's evil. There's a lot of hate in this world. And LinkedIn people just set, tend to stay respectful. It's backed by a massive, massive corporation in Microsoft. It keeps growing like 25, 30 million per quarter. It's a safe bet to build your personal brand here, if anywhere. Um, and, and it's going to stay relevant. It's had its 20th birthday this year. It's going to stay relevant. So if you're not already really trying to squeeze every drop of juice out of this place, uh, now's the time to really get involved, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, just in this hour, sorry, this like 20 minutes, feel, I feel like, I feel like every time I hear you speak, John, it's like going to a mini master class. <laughs> no, bless. Thank you. So, um, a couple of things have taken away just from today is number one, the first thing that we should do before maybe even reaching out is to get your home base in order. And I really like how you put that because that way when someone or when you start to get more active reaching out on LinkedIn, and someone goes to pop over to your profile to see what you're all about, it's ready for them, and it's sparking that interesting conversation. So um, the other little pieces that I love that you shared today were that you add icebreakers and personal details to the profile because, as we all know, once you get to know somebody, you don't really want to talk about work all the time. 
it's right. you know that you're on that level with people because you can you can shoot the breeze and you know you're invested in them personally. So I really like how you shared that. Um, and then also, instead of feeling like you've got to jump in and start posting content on LinkedIn, try commenting because it is a really low it's a it's a lower threshold uh, to entry. And you can meet some really interesting people in the comments and also showcase that you know what's going on, as well as pay some serious dividends with whomever is posting that content. I don't know. I'm sure you can say the same, John, but I remember everyone who comments on my posts because it takes a lot of heart to put it out there. So if someone's willing to put that comment on there, I'm grateful and I always remember them. And then finally, join groups. Vet the group. I like your litmus test of having a clear leader and agenda, rules, and a clear purpose so that you can actually start building those trusted relationships. But you're right. Those groups are really where the work gets done, and that's where you can take the uh, pressure off and really ask those burning questions that you might be a little nervous to ask in public or, you mm-hmm. don't even know what to Google. So um, if people want to find out more about your strategies – and, I mean, we're, we've touched the tip of the tip of the iceberg today. Where can they reach out to find out more, connect with you, learn from you, hire you, all of those things? Sure. Well, if you can spell my surname, Esperian, you'll find my website, which is soon to be upgraded to an all-singing, all-dancing new version, and also my LinkedIn profile. If you look on my website, there's six years' worth of free LinkedIn tips. Uh, you don't need to sign up for anything, so it's all free at the point of contact. Um, go and knock yourself out. If you read all of that, you will be ahead of 99% of LinkedIn users, I imagine. But feel free to message me. I'm a premium subscriber to LinkedIn. That means that anyone can message me completely for free, even if we're not connected. Feel free to ask a question. I'll try to be as relentlessly helpful as I can. And if you want to come to the conference or find out any more about it, just ask me about Uplift Live. That's the name of the conference. And I'd love to see some of you in Birmingham next year or watching on demand if possible. Awesome. Thank you so much, John. And you guys don't miss out. Um, I can vouch personally every time that I have lobbed a question in your direction. You have always so graciously helped me out. So I really am so grateful for what you do and all of the generous information that you just freely share so that people can really find meaning here and they can get things done just right here through LinkedIn um, and make it a little bit simpler and more fun. So thank you so much for spending this time with us today, John. I'm so excited. Um, I know it's late over there. I really appreciate you. And hopefully I can come and join you guys out in the UK uh, and rub elbows with everybody we see <laughs> here on, on LinkedIn and Kevin Turner too. So thank awesome. you so much. Thank you for having me, Claire. Cheers. Cheers. Till next time. Bye-bye. And thanks, everyone, for joining. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. And if you have any burning questions or if you have something specific that you really want to dive into on this show, send me a DM. Happy to find an incredible guest just like John Asperian to walk us through it. Bye, everybody. 